and start. And start. Yeah, yeah, y'all already know. Y'all already know. Seven the pan, seven the pan. That dude fizz on the fizz on the beat. Yeah, yeah. We live in entertainment, entertainment. Sound change, sound change. Crown the king, crown the king, homie. This is where it get ill. About to have a tip off live as a tip drill. From the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin flying round the field. Starting five forever keeping the real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, jeans and long sleeves, they taking no shorts. So hot to death. Oh yes, these other sports podcasts live as a pro's corpse. This market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window. They analyzing with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever for. No longer got any use for the four letters. The latest news, score stats in the view from the sideline. Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth. Yeah. No need to dig for a part in line. It's always in season if people start five, start five. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you we need. Got what you need. If the sports news you see, we don't waste time. We talking cause we live it. We got what you we need. Got what you yeah. need. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you we need. Got what and y'all know me, seven sign, I'm the illest cat stick. I got what you need. 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 That's right, y'all. Each and every week, we got what y'all need. This is your boy, the mayor. That DJ named Ace Five, your mom's favorite fat guy, all the way from deepest, darkest Africa. And we are back with the newest episode of the Starting Five. Right now, it's just me for myself. We just waiting because the brothers TJ and JP are running on CPT, as always. You know what that means, color people's time. So for right now, we're just going to tell y'all, as always, as I light up, go to the Start5Podcast.com. Make sure you subscribe, follow, click like to all of our streaming networks and streaming platforms that we're on through the website. Go to the merch link, cop yourself some merch. Um, if you're watching the show, if you're watching the show today, please make sure you hit that streamyard.com slash Facebook. So when you comment, your comments and stuff will be seen on, on the screen properly. Um, we got a dope show for y'all as soon as these brothers decide to get in here. We today, we're going to dive into a couple things. We're going to go over the NBA playoffs as it stands right now. We're going over the NBA playoffs. We're going to be going through the discussion that has been advertised, which is, is it fair to call professional players in any sports league bums or busts? We're going to have a deep dive into that type of conversation. We're also going to talk about some new laws that might be going down in Texas. But we finally got one of the brothers on with us, the light-skinned wonder of the world behind the driver's seat. What's going on, brother TJ? What's going on, man? Sorry about that hectic morning, bro. This is just this has been a crazy morning, but uh pulled it all together. I'm here now. Everything is uh on the up and up. And I'm ready good, to rock, good. sir. Good. Well, hopefully hopefully it wasn't nothing too crazy. 
No, I was just uh, I overslept and I just put everything out of whack. So <laughs> that's what happens with that just overnight life. Up. That overnight yeah. work life. Man. Yeah. I fucking hate it. I hate it absolutely, man. But while we're waiting for uh, the brother JP to get on, man, let's get into this news that you dropped on me out of Texas. Yes, sir. So the state of Texas has just in their in their uh, Senate, or if you want to call it uh, their board, uh, has just uh, passed uh, laws allowing uh, you to carry a gun in the state without a license. You don't need a license to open carry in the state of Texas. It's on the governor's desk. He's expected to sign it and pass it. And Texas will be one of, I think, two states or three states that will allow you to carry a handgun, open carry handgun with no license. The Wild West is back in full effect, literally. Yeah. With this. As I was reading it this morning, you're right. It's uh, it's pretty much almost unanimously voted on and passed by the Republican uh, side of the politicians in Texas with uh, very, very little Democratic support behind it. Um, very, very little Democratic support behind it. But before we go further on with this, we got the brother Isaac Hayes in the building. JP, what's going yeah. on with your good brother? All right, I guess he froze already. Yeah, had to break. <laughs> You're Can freezing you up already. Yo, what's up, y'all? What's going hey, on, JP? What's up, brother? Got the porno hey, shoot mirrors brothers. in the How background. Chilling, chilling. I was saying, what the you bro- the, I said the brother JP with the por- with the porno shoot mirrors and no, like, the couch in the background. <laughs> it's just jokes but you freezing oh, up again man. man if you gotta come out go out and come back in do that man do that so we can get you, you get you straight alright that's what but, old um, people do they go out and come back in hey yo <laughs> but anyway back on back on Texas uh, yeah man freaking it's 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 a strange yet funny world we live in, man, where these states and it's the the other two states that are currently, I think, either looking into this, doing this also are South Carolina, almost for obvious reasons you could think of that, why they would want that, you know, still kind of the old South in some respects, and Florida, of all hey. places, Florida. Florida man strikes again. Uh, TJ, this is some shit that is like, when I was reading that article that you sent through to the group, in some respects, I get it. And I'm like 0.5% not mad. I'm not really 99.5% mad, though you can say I am, because it's... It's stupid. It's stupid. It's ignorant to have people going around with guns that aren't even at least trained on it. The light, there's no problem, in my opinion, with the licensing process of owning a gun. 
know the go background through classes. Check. Yeah, I mean, well, the background check is subjective. You know, there's certain, you know, it, 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 it could probably be done. It's probably done more stringent on people that look like us. You know, maybe not as ashy as me, but people as look like us. Um, so, I mean, that's that's a give or take. I mean, I'm not mad at that either. Uh, they were citing reasons like, oh, to to the Second Amendment and and not interfering with that. And it to me is just like it's it's almost like they they want to allow a level of lawlessness or. They truly believe the theory of if everybody has a gun, then people are not going to act up, which is proven false. It's not true. It's not true at all. Well, th- this is the crazy part because the law enforcement, the, the law enforcement was not behind this bill at all. They, they did not support this because it just means more work for them and them getting shot at even twice as much. If if than they were before, all right. So that's one. Two, if two people start shooting now at the fucking local grocery parking lot, bro, you cannot guarantee that these people are going to hit their targets. Like you said, they're not trained. So innocent bystanders, ricochets, all this shit that's going to go down because everybody's allowed to carry a gun. Three, now that there's going to be if when they do pass it and you don't need the license to carry a gun, open carry a gun. Are they going to stop more black people for open carrying? Because there's no reason for them to stop them now because there's no law saying they can't be strapped. So now what's your excuse for stopping a black man with a gun in the street? Exactly. And that was that was part of my point of, okay. so now, JP, everybody. If this bill goes through, is going to be have the ability to carry a gun in the state of Mm -hmm. Texas without have without having to be. Yeah, without having to be licensed and all that good stuff, right? So what happens, like, with marijuana laws and how the state of California, I believe New York did it or is doing it, they're reverting all of these gun charges backwards. Now, I I mean, not gun charges, but the weed charges. No, the weed charges. Like, Texas, I mean, uh, California, I'm I'm sorry, because we're on Texas. I mean to talk California in this description. California... People with like simple just possession charges and stuff like that, if it wasn't like second or third strikes, they were getting those things stricken off the record books because they made it legal after these people been arrested for just that, arrested and jailed for just that in some of these cases. Some people who were arrested with it got their records cleared and things like that. So, you know, so they should have got expunged. Yeah. Right, right. So now, JP, I mean, I don't see a place like Texas doing that. But if you're going to tell now the brother who is only in in jail for a gun charge, the state just opened up to where now everybody is going to open up to where now everybody can own a gun without being licensed. Let that man out of jail, no? Or woman out of jail, no? You're right. You're right. You might as well. Everybody's going to carry you don't need to show anything. Look, this country was founded on violence. It's a very violent country. That's number one. Number two, I really do believe there are certain people in this country, politicians, and you know who they are, the Republicans. Let's, let's, let's be real. They're Republicans. Some of those, and, and a lot of them, 
are, are, are trying to destroy this country. I really do believe that. Because you're seeing this happening with this right now, with this here, and all this other nonsense they're doing. It's, it's, it's insane. It's insane all because of the orange head orangutan devil. His, his presence is still there and they're still scared of him. That's what the whole thing comes down to. Period. So you could just go have a lawlessness everywhere. People just, I guess, the go, might as well say it's the OK Corral or whatever you want to call it. But this, this country is, is, is violence. Then what's going to happen? Mass shootings going to happen again in another store. Oh, you know, we're so sorry. Gun control. Oh, but, but I'm going to tell you right now, these politicians need to get a spine. They really do. And I'm talking about the Democrats, too. I'm talking about all of them. They need to get a spine and have some balls and push back against these people. These people are out of control. These people are out of control. Period. Yeah, true indeed. But that's the thing. Imagine when it's a it's a majority Republican House that is voting, and when it comes to the vote, and it's majority rule vote. Like, unfortunately, this is the way these things are gonna go. I feel you on getting the spine and pushing back, but. We leave this stuff into the hands of politicians. And when politicians want to swing one way and just carry party lines, then what happens there? It's these dumbass ideas come through and happen, which is stupid. I mean, it's it, it's stupid. It's, it's um, stupid. It's stupid, stupid, stupid. I, 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 we, I, we all spoken about guns on this show before, so y'all should know how I feel about it right now. It's okay to own one, I believe. But yes. own it under the right pretenses, lawfully. I don't think I don't believe nobody. Understand how to, and you know my yeah, position. I, know. I don't think nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I know. That's why I mentioned that we all we all know each other's stances mm -hmm. on this show. I'm just restating that if you're going to do it, do it right. Go get trained on how to use it to carry. My Not thing, just anybody. Just my thing is, it. what in the hell? Do you need a gun for? And I don't want to hear about. Oh, I need it for some protection or this, that, or what in the hell do you need a gun for? Period. Anybody needs a gun for? Period. Well, you mentioned one I'm reason. Saying, I mean, <laughs> you, you I'm mentioned saying, the reason. JP, JP, if what? you have if you have kids and you live in a house and somebody breaks into your house, bro, what is your first line of defense? Grabbing a bat and hope for the best. Nah, that's not. That's why work. I say guns should be guns should be. Look, bro, look. It's like I said. No, I've had JP, I've had a close friend of mine. I had a close friend of mine. I had a close friend of mine who was murdered by a handgun. So until you go through some shit like that, when you got people JP, and, and family JP, members we're talking murdered, about two different totally scenarios different here. We're talking about two different. No, scenarios we're talking here, about guns. We're talking about guns. No, period. we're talking about and guess what? Yes, they would yes. they would be here. They would be here if it wasn't for the fact that some idiot, some assholes had some guns and shot and killed them. That's the bottom so, line. JP, so, they would so still JP, be if here. the only people if the only people that have guns are the police and the government, how are you supposed to protect yourself when they're in the wrong? Again, what the hell do you need a gun for? I want to hear about that house protection shit, because most people don't even go through that shit. What are you talking about? You're talking about somebody getting shot over the street. No, no. I'm talking Slow about that. somebody getting, breaking into your house and violating you, your property. How many people, how many times has your house ever gotten broken into? Right. Okay. No, but here's the I'm thing. Not here's that, the thing. Man. Hold on. Hold on. No, right here's then. the thing. Here's the thing, JP. Here's the thing that was it's being confused here is 
you're making this a personal to what we in general have been through. You mentioned I my rest in peace to my man Megatron. He got shot by some kids that were showing off for no fucking reason in the street. And all and and he was a cat who everybody knew, everybody had love for. And these young dickheads shot him for no reason. I feel you on that. Why? Because they had you're, you're, access but, to guns. That's why. But, they didn't have access the to it. They wouldn't have happened. I, and it's it's it kind of... I'm going to stem back to what TJ was trying to break down as an example. You mentioned the house thing. Fine. That does not happen to everybody. We know this. Nothing happens to... Every, not everything doesn't happen to everybody. But those things happen. Home invasions happen. Home invasions happen. They might not happen where we live often, but take it to the West Coast. Take it to Chicago, Detroit, shit like that. These things happen in these places. Florida, freaking where Florida man strikes every five minutes. These things happen in these places. But like if you had no guns, there would be no home invasions. Right. But so, I mean, in perfect world. And that's the thing. Perfect. Yeah, there would be home invasions still. But perfect world is, yes. Nobody has a gun, but then even no police have guns. No military has guns. That would be perfect world. That would be perfect world. But we don't. You look over there. Country. You look at over there. Somebody's. You look at some of these other countries like Britain and all them. They don't have the violence problem we have here. You don't see they the cops do. over there carrying guns and shit. They do. It doesn't make it to our news. They, their, their cops, their, some of their cops do carry guns in certain sectors of the police off, uh, police uh, jurisdictions. Certain, ca- certain sectors do because, yeah, England was known for quote-unquote knife fights, but a lot of the gangs, because I, I, I just came off of watching a gang video. I do that. I watch a lot of gang video, crime-like things, documentary-type uh, uh, pieces on things and in England guns are a problem too. So that is a bad example for people to continue to use. England guns are still a problem. Guns are a problem worldwide. So you're asking what do we need a gun for? We give you an answer that you just happen to not like. Pretty much it. And perfect and okay. world and that's okay. Yes, it's perfectly okay. Because per- perfect world is what you what you describe. Which, yeah, we all wish we lived under that. Where the, a gun wasn't necessary, where guns should have never been created in some sort of respect. Perfect world says that. But we live in the most imperfect world. I mean, this just there is. There is. So I mean, on on a pushback, the way we're talking now, it's like, okay, I get it now why everybody should should be able to have the right to, but I don't like it because, again, legislative wise, it just it makes your party look now. It just to me makes the Republican Party look culpable for any type of shooting that went down. And and the article that was just uh, it was written described in the article, Texas had two mass shootings in like. Recent years, like within like the last two or three one years, before the year one, of was, uh, yeah, one of them was yeah. in the school. One of them was in the school. So it, does that make it where, OK, every kid in the class in the school has a gun? Does that mean the crazed gunman would have died? No, the crazed gunman plus every, every other kid could have possibly gotten killed, too, just because people would have been blasted for no reason. 
because they don't need a license to have a gun no more. That's the problem that I have within all of this, in my personal opinion, is the non-licensing. The non-licensing is the issue in this. I Okay, everybody wants to have a gun. Everybody can have a gun. But do it the proper way. That's all. That's all. Guns get me. Yeah, it's like, it's not like everybody, you can just jump in an airplane and start flying it. You know what I'm saying? Or jump behind a car and start driving it. There's regulations, there's rules to this shit. You know what I'm saying? If you can't operate a car properly, you shouldn't be driving it. Period. Period. Exactly. There's plenty of people there's plenty of people out here with no licenses driving, running people over, hitting cars, and getting away with this shit. Does that mean we should get rid of cars now? No, it don't make sense. There's people getting hit by cars and accidents happening every day. If we eliminate cars, that's not gonna solve that problem. You know what I'm saying? It'll be something else. It'll be something else. Then, then, right. then you know, then bus drivers shouldn't, you know, people should be no license, be driving buses and trains and shit like that. It's not going to work. You can't eliminate that problem. It's always going to be there. But like a car, is, saying, a car a, is necessary to get. A car is necessary to not, get from a, a to B or wherever you want to go. A car, a car but is a luxury. It's a necessity. A car is a luxury. A gun is not a necessity. A, a gun is not a necessity. But Either a car. And also, and also, in an accident report, a car can also be deemed a deadly weapon. So if we weren't really want to go there, a car is also a deadly weapon if you hit somebody. You can't compare a car to gun violence. Come on, man, stop. You can't compare it to the hundreds of thousands of people who have been murdered compared AP, to somebody getting hit by AP, a car. way more car. There's, there's been hundreds of thousands of people who got hit by a and car. People getting run over by cars than people that... There's way more people getting hit by cars than people getting shot, JP. That's just a fact. Not no. It's, where's your Where's your data? Where's your facts at on that? While y'all keep at? talking, while y'all keep talking, I got the computer. I'll pull it up while y'all talk. Go right ahead. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's way more car fatalities and people getting hit by cars than people no, getting not. shot by guns. No, there's not. No I'm more people you, getting JP. hit by cars compared to somebody getting killed by gun violence. No, no. Stop it. Stop. Okay. Okay, we'll 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 wait for Dan's results. Either way, imagine if they passed some kind of crazy ass law like everybody could open carry in New York State. The ridiculousness of how would that sound? And it, I found the study be, right here. I found the study right here that I'm going to pull up on the screen for everybody. This is from. Let me get the tabs. This is from VPC.org. Firearms and motor vehicle deaths from 1999 to 2014. The blue line is motor vehicle deaths. The red line is firearm deaths. The numbers are right there, ladies. But we weren't talking about motor vehicles deaths. We were talking about people getting hit by cars. mm, Okay, John, what is a motor vehicle? We specifically said that. We know people get killed in motor vehicle accidents, but we were talking specifically getting hit by cars. No, we weren't. We was talking car deaths, period. Car accidents. That's that's I, I mentioned car accidents. <laughs> so I mean this ain't well, really the a reason why they had car well, somebody mentioned something about people getting hit by you. cars. And the reason why people get and the reason why people are getting death by auto is because a lot of idiots can't drive. That's why. Here we go. And I'll give you something now from the Daily News from 2019. And this one says, let me get to the article, cars significantly cars significantly 
more dangerous than guns in New York. Now, this is specific to New York. Okay. Article reads, New York is the safest big city in the country unless you're near a car. Motor vehicles are significantly deadlier than guns in New York. New NYPD data shows crashes involving cars, vans, trucks, and buses killed 111 people on the city streets during first six months of 2019 public data shows. During the same period, 61 people died in shootings, the NYPD says. Those shootings account for 45% of the city's 135 homicides during 2019's first half. Police say it's on the path to having the lowest number of murders. That was that's just irrelevant to the conversation. So 111 to 60 to 61. That's from the first uh, for the whole year. Give me the data for the whole year. That was from the first six months of 2019. That's six it's months. It's not a whole year of data. Be because this article was written, written July 14th of 2019. So I'm just giving oh, the right, article whatever. the facts. I'm just giving the facts from the article there. So point is, is in, in, and and whoever Facebook user is, we'll pull, we'll find out who that is in a second. But motor vehicles could be any accident with a car. Yeah, this is true. But we're talking about the deaths that occur from them. And that was the and it was the comparison to what TJ mentioned and what JP mentioned. Yeah, if there were no guns, yeah, we would have no gun deaths. But cars are a luxury. They're a necessity for some, but overall it's a luxury. Not everybody can afford a car. I'm sure there's millions of more people that take the bus and public transportation more than car owners. So owning a car is like is a luxury too owning a gun you got to be licensed to have a car that's why I, I, all these other states get it right tech texas wants to go backwards to the wild wild west you should remain to have to get a license that's all i'm trying to say out of this entire argument that we spun down i think tj is on the same accord right but in in right. some respects jp we still both agree with you we still both agree with you. If there were no guns, we might be in a better place. We might be in there'd a be, better place. Then there'd be more be rock throwing no incidents. Standards. You know what I'm right. saying? Or, <laughs> <laughs> there'd be more people shot with arrows and shit. But yes, you know, there's always going to be a substitute for 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 a weapon and violence because violence is, like you said, founded based is based on everything this country stands for. So. You know, if it's not a gun, it's going to be a rock, it's going to be an arrow, a spear, a flaming knife. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? There's going to be something involved and somebody's going to get hurt and die from it. <laughs> right. Like the, me like the yeah, meme that was just like the meme that's just been going around. Not like the, said, not, not like the, said, I was going to say like the gun violence going on in America right now. There wouldn't be as many. This place, this place right here is a war zone right now. Yeah, it's what Look at every every damn day, almost every other damn day, there's a mass shooting. And we ain't going to talk about what goes on in our communities nowadays. A lot of that's to do with the pandemic, people not working, people not making money and stuff. It's out of control. Philly is one place to have over 700 homicides. Somebody's getting shot in Philly every damn day. At least two or three murders every day. And a lot of involved children. Which is absolutely disgusting. And people are talking about it out there. If you brought the topics, we could be talking about this further than Texas and these stupid laws. These these are obviously 
no disrespect to you because I'm not saying this to you. This is to the masses of people who love to say, we need to have the conversation. We need to have the conversation. These conversations happen every day. What the fuck are you going to do past the conversation is the real questions out there. You know, and I was saying that's not in no right. shots to you at all, my brother. No shots at you at all. Because everybody, all these woke folks out there love to say, we need to have the conversation. Oh, they're not talking about this. If you brought it up, you're talking about it, number one. But number two, what if you're going to talk about these things, what are you going to do to help aid those situations? Something like this, there's nothing we can do because we can't place no votes in the state of Texas to do something about it. And, and it's just, and and it's just like I say... It's just, it's just like I say about this violent situation going on in our communities. Yeah, we should definitely protest against the police and doing stuff like that there. There's no question about that. Police police accountability is a big problem. The FOP organizations and stuff going around here and stuff is a problem. Police unions are a problem protecting bad officers. There's no doubt about it. But also as well, we got to deal with the shit in our communities as well. We know these, these, some of these people around here are shooting up, shooting up people with children and stuff that needs to be dealt with at all i mean that needs that's to be dealt what i was waiting for well. you to get to that's what i was waiting for you to get to because yes our people love to blame the cops for a lot of things especially when it comes to the shooting killing unarmed of unarmed black folks right but at what point and this is the problem when the quote-unquote woke crowd always has issues with when we, as our own, decide to call out our own people and say, when is enough enough for you to cut the bullshit? You know what I'm saying? Like, when is enough for you to want to do better for your community? When is, a, when is it enough for you to want to see better for your community, for your kids to be able to ra be raised in a safe place, for your grandparents, your parents, yourself to live in a neighborhood where you can walk freely? But then you get mad when the quote unquote neighborhoods the big get gentrified. You get priced out and get pushed out because people want to come in and spend money. And then they start pointing the fingers, doing the complaining about what's going on, getting y'all out of there by pricing y'all out, out of the neighborhood y'all choose to tore up to tear up, and then people come in and fix. And no, I'm not talking just gentrifiers by quote unquote white people. Because there's plenty of us who are just not from a certain area that come into places and take over and do differently. Gentrification is just me, like me, I'm going, I'm moving to Manny Young and I'm saying, yo, I want Manny Young to look like my vision. You know what I'm saying, TJ? We lost JP. He's going to come yeah, so back. You're gonna, so, so you're going to invite all your people to come to Manny Young and move in and that way... It'll be Dan's Manny Young. So that'd be Dan gentrifying the the area because right. you want more right, people right. to look like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Like people only place it on white folks. And I'm not caping or trying to cap for white folks right now like that. I love my white folks, but I it, that's what gentrifying that but that's what gentrification is. Yeah, that's what it that's it's what essentially it is, yeah. just people that aren't from there. Or from a place moving it's, into it's a the place. Same, and it's the same over. thing. It's the same thing when they say why all the Asians own the you know the nail salons and the bodegas in the hood and stuff like that. That's what. That's exactly what that happened. Or why all the Indian people own it, all the Seven Elevens and shit like that. That's exactly what 
they did. You know what I'm saying? We didn't right, take it upon ourselves to own the. Right, we didn't take it upon ourselves. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Dan. It, it all comes down to the one word: accountability. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. You know, we we had to hold ourselves accountable, just like we want to hold the police accountable, just like we want to hold the government accountable. You can't point. Remember when you point to yourself in the mirror, there's four fingers pointing back at you. That's the old saying, right? So, like, you know, clean up your house. And that way, yeah, clean up your house. That way, when you're ready to go out and do some shit, you be like, hey, I took care of my shit. Now we need to clean up this area. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, I feel you on that, bro. I feel you on that 1,000%. And like you said, it, it could be talk is talk. You could talk to your blue in the face. That's all. That's what politicians do anyway. They talk. That's, that's what they pay to do. They get paid to talk. And tell you the stuff you want to hear and then move with their agenda for whatever they want to accomplish because they go in there owing people favors and 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 have their own ideas and you don't think they got to pay these people back that put them in the position that they're at of course it comes with a caveat it comes with some something if you prop me up here i'm gonna uh, dan if you help me get here i got you bro that's what basically is going to be when when it all boils down to I scratch, it's, it's who you, you scratch know. Scratch my back, I it's, scratch yours. Exactly, exactly. What are you gonna do? For, quid pro quo. Quote. What are you gonna do for me? If I help mm-hmm. you out, what do I get out of it? Not yeah. just be like, "Yo, TJ, I need you to run off and do this and make this shit pop." I don't need anything from you. That's what you would do as a person, because I know who you yeah. are. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah. you know, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But in general, you know, you know, you know. So you know, if I help you with this, what am I getting out of it? You know, a feel-good right. story. You know, you're gonna put my put, put me on. You know, you're gonna take care of some parking tickets, whatever the fuck I need. You're gonna help help me out. You're gonna give me a card or something. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. you. I got you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. You know, you get a blank slate for whatever you want to do. No questions asked. Somebody say say something to you. Tell them to see me. Right. You're like, I right, bet. Thanks. And that's what. And that's how this country works. In a yeah. nutshell. And that was just a spinoff. That was just a spinoff a little bit of what JP was talking about when, you know, he he brings up, I love my brother. He brings up a lot of the same points often, but they're always valid to whatever the conversation is. It's always valid. And it's, it, it, it feels like we're repeating ourselves till we're blue in the face, but things just have to get done somehow, some way eventually. And this Texas law that Florida is going to follow suit in and, and South Carolina is eventually going to follow suit in. This shit just, it, it, it just don't work out. It just don't make no sense. So I want to, I want to circle back to that real quick because if I'm a cop and I know there's crazy people out here, unlicensed carrying guns. Now I'm starting thinking about a job change on top of that. Like, uh, because what's going on in the Senate right now, where they're not voting for the commission of an investigation into the the, the riot on January sixth, the, uh, the, the only six blocked only, Oh yeah, I was only six Republicans voted right. to be a part of it. Everybody else Capitol across police, the board. If I was the Capitol Police, I'd be like, nah. You know what? Y'all figure that shit out. We, I'd walk off the job. Y'all figure out how you're going to protect yourselves now. They want to riot and beat your asses and take care, take care of it? Fine. You don't care about my people and us protecting you? You want to? You don't want to get to the bottom of it and call people out? I'd walk off the job that day. That's some bullshit, man. I mean, you're asking, you're asking people tall tales to, to walk away from pensions and shit. And 
Nigga like me got a job with a pension. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> this shit ain't that easy. <laughs> but but here's the thing that kind of ties into that point being made. Going back to Texas, right? So now, are we wrong? And this is just a thought. I'm not. I'm not standing by this, but this is just a thought. So now, when niggas are shooting like crazy, and I'm just saying niggas, meaning everybody, people in general, are shooting like crazy, right? The cops shoot back and kill. Are we going to still be out there protesting more murders from the cops? Because now, in your state, in your state, these people are allowed to own guns and hold guns without being permitted to. So now... Well, they very well might have had a gun. So now are they are they justified now? So on top of that, Dan, if they see two people shooting, who's a good guy? Who's a bad guy? They shoot everybody. You know what I'm saying? How can they tell who's shooting, who's shooting, who who started shooting first, who made the call? They see people shooting at each other like, fuck it, take them all down. And then we sort it out later. Now that now that doesn't prove anything when it comes to being licensed but still we can bring it back to the essence of the conflict in general one person's licensed the other person isn't maybe the person just gets back down from the gun maybe the person with the license still shoots and still could be the asshole we don't know we don't know in these scenarios because these scenarios aren't happening right now in front of us to to you know to really talk about and and I specifically right. say in front of us because these things are probably happening and I could keep spinning more and more down a rabbit hole of other we could be scenarioed out this whole show and forget everything else you know what I'm saying we could be yeah, totally yeah. scenarioed out and forget about but it's I I just still I'm gonna fall back to like you mentioned and I'm stealing your quote. If you gotta have a license for a car, you should have a license for a gun. End of story. Right. <clears throat> End of story for me. And you know, but the joke I was trying to pull off before when JP started talking and brought us into that whole segue was I was like, Yeah, okay, so you you mentioned or he mentioned so no, you mentioned so there'd be more bow and arrow fights or something. Or, right. And yeah, and it brought me back to the meme that has been floating around the past couple of weeks. It said, the person who created the bow and arrow was like, I want to stab this nigga, but he's all the way over there. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> it said, I really want to yes, stab this is. nigga, yes, but is. he's over there. <laughs> I just can't. You know. I just can't get close to him. I can't get That's close it. to him. <laughs> like I don't want to smell his stinking breath. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. But this this whole situation, in Texas, and again, I wouldn't expect anything less out of South Carolina or Florida. This is this isn't a game, people. It isn't a game. I mean, to be honest with you, if I mean, if I was in Texas. Who knows how I would think about this? I mean, hey, it might have just saved me a few dollars in the processing of everything. But now I can legally own a gun without like it's I, I've mentioned before, I I yeah. want to learn how, but I don't trust it in the household. Because I'm not right. educated enough. 
If more people stood up and said no, the education, at least the education of using and utilizing one, as we want that, then you know that that should be prevalent over everything. It's just the education of. Oh, oh yeah. Know. So are we going to start? Are we going to start teaching that in schools and shit, like at an early age, gun education? Like, well, you know what I'm saying. This like, is t- this is Texas. That's part of the Texas- curriculum. Texas, Texas also wanted to change the history books to prop up Ronald Reagan as this like, uh, uh, what's the name, uh, capitalist messiah. So who knows what Texas yeah. would do? They wanted to change the history yeah. books to try to say slavery isn't that bad, wasn't that bad. They want to really, yeah. they want to rewrite right. history like that. So it, with with the you great right. state or you know the semi great state of Texas, who owns the de- who hosts. The Dallas Cowgirls, you never know. Right? You never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know, man. But what we do know is these NBA playoffs are alive and kicking, and I wish JP could come back because we need to talk about these playoffs and how they stand out so far. And, I mean, TJ, we'll just get this out of the way before he comes back. Our right. Knicks, I mean – is this kind of going the way we were thinking? Like we this no. we, we did kind of call the we said this is gonna be at least a six or seven game series last episode. We did. We we, we did, did, but we did. And we also mentioned we also mentioned it a lot of this is, is gonna be who wins on whose court. Yeah. Atlanta stole one at home, then we got it back. Right. Atlanta just won at home last night. Are we going to get it back tomorrow afternoon? Right. Right. I mean, I think this series would be would play out much differently if Julius Randle knew how to play basketball again. You know what I'm saying? I think the way he's playing right now is and the way he's played previously, I know the playoffs are a different animal, a different beast and I and I guess he's he's just out of sorts. He just looks like he's Learning to play basketball all over again. The turnovers, the poor shot selection, the, the way he forces things. And you can see the difference between that and what Derrick Rose and, and Taj Gibson are playing. They're playing like they've been there before because they have, and they're playing right. with a sense of calm. You know, right. I mean, every possession does count, but as long as it's a smart possession, you know, you'll be fine. And the Knicks, I was watching the game closely last night. If they got that lead down to 10, it would have changed the whole tone of the game. And they got it down to 12. They got it down to 14. They just couldn't get that extra bucket to get it down to 10 points where it would have changed the dynamics of the game because that would have put the pressure back on Atlanta. And they just couldn't right. do it. They couldn't find a way to do it. Um, some of it is coaching, too, with the rotations. You know, Tibbs, I, st- I still think he's learning with this group, you know, they got him this far in the regular season, but like we said, the regular season is different from the playoffs. And um, what's surprising to me is that the bench is playing very well and keeping them in the game for the most part. They're not blowing leads once the once the bench comes in. So the starting unit has to do a better job. And yeah, um, I, that's my, my that's main problem. My take on it. My main problem with our Knicks is just they can't. <laughs> like NBA Jam, the 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 sound in NBA Jam, they can't buy a bucket. Like that's yeah. what was going on every time I've been watching. Every time I tried to watch, it was like motherfucker. Like yo, y'all can't shoot. Then what did I say the last week? 
the next curse that I have while watching, I said, let me turn this off because I don't want this to be a complete heartbreaker. <laughs> game, game two, game two, I watched the first quarter. I watched the third quarter. I seen the third quarter. I was like, there goes my 90s Knicks again. Third quarter basketball. Yep. Then I went to bed. I turned off the game because I was like, let me not jinx this any further. No, I tuned back in and we was up by 10 in the third. So I was like, yep, let me not jinx this any further. Woke woke up. We won the game. I was like, all right, good. And then I was good after that. But just shooting has they, – they just got to find their touch with the shot. And that's that. Let me bring JP back in so we could talk about his Sixers versus the Wizards. And our homie, Senior Estes Post – that got uh that we I described last week got uh shut down as far as the comments on Facebook because he said Wizards in six. Meanwhile, your Sixers JP are making short work out of these Wizards. Yeah. Um. First off, sorry about that, man. This damn phone, man, and and it's rain and stuff is messing with my connection here where I'm at. Um. Yeah, but you got to um, you got to pull the antenna up on your phone. You got to pull you got the you know, got that old school. You got to pull the antenna up. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what my brother Senior Estes was drinking that day when he said the uh Wizards and 7, but he was drinking he was drinking some yak or something. He he was on that Hennessy or something that day when he he said nah, he was on, to my brother. He was on he was on yeah. Easy Jesus. But, don't, um, don't put that on Hennessy. Don't put that on Hennessy. He was on E and J. But um the Sixers though, they played well the other night. They 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 looked like the number one um team in the East the other night. Stars didn't play a lot of a lot of minutes. Um, ben Simmons played. That's that's the type of Ben Simmons we're gonna need every night. Ben Simmons plays like that every night. They're gonna be a very very hard team to beat. A very hard. And saying all year has been the most consistent Sixer. You know what you're going to get from him every night. He should have been in the All Star game. Tobias Harris is a very very good player. And once again, the big man, he comes to play. There's no need for him to really put up astrological numbers right now because. Excuse me, astronomical numbers. Sorry, but that's an astronomical. What the hell am I talking about? Astronomical numbers right now because everybody else is doing their job and doing their role. Seth Curry shooting the ball pretty good. Danny Green hit a big couple three-pointers from the corner the other night. Tyrus, I keep telling y'all, Tyrese Maxey, that kid is going to be the starting shooting guard, I believe, next year. I really do. He works on his game. I really love his game a lot. He's going to be good. The, um, Dwight Howard, of course, giving us some very, very good minutes. I need Shake to step it up a little bit, but overall, I'm pleased with what I see. We should win the ninth three nothing. We should go up three. To, we should go up three to nothing tonight. But um, let me address one thing though. Can I address I something to address before you step in though? I was glad. Incident. Can I? No, no. Well, we're gonna get there. Hold that because when we get through the playoffs, I want to get there. Okay. Okay. I want to get there. I want to get there. I was just I wanted to say thank you because it sounded like you was about to break down every single player's performance all the way to the twelfth man. So thank you for stopping at some. No, point. I was breaking down the players <laughs> who contributed to the team. No, I feel I know I know. That's I'm all I was doing. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, you know. Oh, I know, but you know I'm gonna take a shot at you all 
I told you all the Knicks will always Nick at the right time. All that stuff in the garden, the crowd going crazy game one. It was a frenzy. What happened? L. Last night, L. That's going to we'll be a seven-game series. That's, I can't that's wait why, to play either one of y'all. Either one. That's why we talked I, about I'm that hoping, first while you I'm really hoping it's the Knicks, though. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for the Knicks. I really hope the Knicks can beat Atlanta because that's who I want. I want you all in the playoffs. So we can get y'all out of there no more than five. Five, maybe maybe let y'all win in two games, maybe six. We'll get y'all up out of there. But um, Atlanta's a tough team, though, man. They can shoot the ball. That's the problem. They can shoot the ball very good. Um, Julius Randle, he's very, very good player. I think he's going to play better as, as, the, as um, the series goes on. He's definitely going to have a huge game tomorrow. Derrick Rose looks like old Derrick Rose at times. It's, it's a shame with Derrick Rose, though, because right now we should be talking about one of the greatest players of all time. He was on track to be that way. The most athletic – we talk about Russell Westbrook and his athleticism. Derrick Rose, when he was Derrick Rose, was the most athletic point guard I ever saw. And right now we should be talking about this man as being – as being. well, he already had – he's had a very, very good career. But if, he, if it wasn't for injuries, he'd had a, a legendary career. That's what we're talking about, a legendary career. But the Knicks are moving in the right direction, seriously, though. They are moving in the right direction. They're a couple of pieces away from really being a serious contender. They really are. And They get another and I mean, with that, player to with go all, with Randall. They're going to be problems. It's going to be problems. With all that being said, man, I, I mean, win or lose – me and TJ and I predicted last week that the, the Knicks will win this by at least six or seven. But even if we lose first round, all the shit talking at hand, y'all can have all of that. It don't matter. This was still a good learning lesson for a very young team. In the right that's direction. Going and that's all I care about, not to go any further. You're exactly. Um, something. Because just you carry, have people, Let me carry on. This, you have people. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Let, me, let me just add this point. There are people in there who know basketball. That's the thing. You got Leon Rose and World Wide West. That is you those were the, the key. Thing. Those were the keys. When you got them, when you got them, that was the key. Our listeners know you were going to say that because you say the same names. <laughs> but truth. we love you. If they were there, you wouldn't be where you are. It's the truth. Possibly. But to carry on, and we're gonna just I mean, the Celtics won last night, but the Nets are going to make short work of them. Um, the other one, TJ, I did kind of Clippers, Mavs. Clippers won last night, but those Mavericks. Yeah. I, even shout out to the homie Will Strickland. He kind he called it to Dallas. I, I, Dallas is going to. I think Dallas is still going to clean their clock on this one. Yo, listen, Luca is renting space out in the Clippers' head right now, and for very good reason, because he is unstoppable. And if he don't need to score to kill you. He does not need to score to kill you. He's, he's setting everybody up for easy work. Easy work. I mean, a man went on like an 8-0 run on himself to start the game last night. Just bananas. I mean, and he's only going to get better. He's only going to get better. Dallas is going to be a problem for 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 years to come with Luca. He's still going to need some help. 
I don't think Porzingis is the answer. I mean, Porzingis had a solid uh, game the night before with 20 points. I forgot how many boards he had. But, yeah, man, I mean, the dynamo that is Luka Doncic, he's the truth. And he's living up to it right now. He's he's, he's backing up his play. Man, JP. Luka Doncic. Okay, I, I, man. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Man, Luka Doncic, man, he he's unstoppable. I agree. He is. He's very much. He does what he wants. Can get what he wants. And for all those people to keep talking about, oh, athleticism, athleticism, this dude beats you with skills. He is a very, very skilled player. Dallas has some nice pieces. If Przingis could be Przingis the way he was before he got injured, that's the second piece that could go with him. Tim Hardaway Jr., underrated, very, very good player. And I'm going to tell you who's one of the best six men coming off the bench in the NBA who's a very, very good player that plays for them as well is that Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is a player. He's a starting point guard in this league for, for, for somebody. But it's just that Lucas is starting point guard right now. They have pieces. I expect this game, I expect this series to go seven games, but the Clippers did show me something last night. They did show me something last night. They, they came back from adversity and they won. We'll see what happens tomorrow night. Dallas wins tomorrow night. I think you can count them out and say the series is over, basically. It'll be up 3-1. But um, Mars hit some big shots last night down the stretch. Kawhi played huge. Paul George played huge. The, um, Rondo had some good defensive stops towards the end of the game. It was a good, it was a very, very good game. It was very feisty too. You got it got chippy there. But um, it was a very good game last night. It was a very good series, man. But that Luca though, man, that that kid is like I said, if if I had to pick after LeBron gets done what he's doing, the face of the league is gonna be Luca. Either him or Zion are gonna be the face of the league. Right now, you gotta give the edge to Luca, but those those two right there are the faces of the league. But Luca, right now, he's going to be the face of this league, man. He's, he's amazing. Well, from one face of the league to the other face of the league, Lakers-Suns. Is this all but over for the Suns? Real quick, anyone who wants it. Chris Paul. If Chris Paul is Ooh. not does it uh, come back, does it come back to Chris Paul, it's over. I believe it's over, yeah. And another thing that, that was key in this series as well, Anthony Davis, the past two games, has been a monster. He has been a monster. That was the key. He meant it. First game, he said, I settled too much. I'm going to come back and play stronger. He, he, Anthony Davis, top five talent in this league. Easy. Franchise player. And you're seeing that. LeBron's, gonna, LeBron's being LeBron. Dennis Schro- um, Schroeder's giving them some good, good points, too. He had 24 the other night. He bounced it out. Kuzma gave him some good time the other night. Drummond gave him some good minutes the other night. They, they're starting to kick, get in the form, man. This team remains healthy. They're still the favorites. Now, TJ, though, we're going to move on to the game that's actually being played right now. Bucks Heat. The Heat are up right now, but the Bucks are up 3-0. Can this be over this afternoon, or is it going to get carried over to one more game? Yes. Uh, if the Bucks want to solidify themselves, you know, as a, as a, as a number one seed, they should punish them and just step on their neck and end it today. 
like really ended right. over today. Like I actually um, have the score up right it's, now. It's rolling. Jimmy Butler. Uh, it's Jimmy it's Butler over. and everybody else, and everybody else is not showing up like they did last year, like they are this year. But they've no excuses. You know, they had injuries and they dealt with COVID and all this other stuff. But they they did enough to make the playoffs, and now it's just falling apart for them. I don't I don't see them recovering. I didn't expect them to get swept like this or get beat this bad, but it's not looking good for them. And I, I don't I don't see them if the Bucks go up big uh, by halftime or they get out, or they start the second half and just start obliterating them. It's, it's over. They, they, they're not, they don't have enough to compete with the other night before that they hit like eight, three pointers. The, the kid Forbes hit eight, three pointers in the first quarter or the first two quarters or something like that. Yeah. Like 24 points in the first half. It was ridiculous. Everybody was bombing threes on them. So, I mean, the Bucks are a real deal. It's over. Uh, Giannis is figuring out. Giannis is figuring out he don't have to do it all himself. He trusts his he trusts his teammates more. So uh, the Bucks are going to cruise, and they, they, I believe they they're looking like they're going to steamroll whoever they are to get to the Eastern ECF, the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, well, the score right now. Is, wait, whoa, 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 not, wait no, a minute. JP, wait a minute. JP, JP, can can I can I move the show along? I'm going to give you the next one. Can I move the show along? I don't want you the mind? next one. Go ahead, man. Go ahead and talk. Go ahead with whatever the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Y'all are Go talking steamroll. I'm trying to talk. I said the game is now 60-50. It's going to be a different outcome when this episode is open, but the Heat are up right now going in, close, almost closing out the second quarter. But I was throwing to you, JP, Jazz and Grizzlies. The series tied one one. Go ahead. I'm not cut talking that one. Go ahead to the next one. Y'all talk about this shit. Go ahead. Well, TJ, <laughs> Jazz, Grizzlies. Well, John Moran is the truth. He, he put up a 50-burger the other night, which was amazing. And didn't we I say mean, that it would have to take that type of performance for, for them to be in this series? You you definitely said that you called that out, and he can't. He's not. He doesn't have the. He has the ability. He just doesn't have it right now to put out that type of effort every night to to win the series. That's just that's just a, too much to ask for the young boy right now. Um, he needs he needs help. He's going to need a lot of help, but um, the Jazz are the number one seed for a reason. They've been consistent all year. Uh, you know. If they if they play it right, they'll just let Ja score and nobody else score at this point because um, I don't see them I don't see their other weapons being a, a bigger threat as what they had they had two six man candidates with Ingles and Clarkson on their team and Clarkson won it plus you know you got Donovan Mitchell and the Stifle Tower so they they got a lot a lot of weapons on that squad and they're just going to keep coming in waves and beating you over the head until you submit and that's what they've been doing pretty much for the whole season. So I'm, I mean, that one that standout game for job was amazing, but I don't think he could keep that up for the rest of the series. Yeah. Likewise. But last series to get into before we get into these fan incidents, I forgot to put that up in the comments when advertising JP, I mentioned, I changed my pick of, I was going with the nuggets over the Trailblazers because TJ reminded me that uh, Carmelo Anthony was my deciding factor 
and change into the Trailblazers. But Jokic and them boys are this this might have been this might have been my first pick. It should I, I might have should have stuck with Dallas, JP. I mean uh Denver, JP. Tell you something, man. Jokic is a superstar, period. He's definitely look. He, I think he might deserve that MVP. I know Embiid's there and stuff. Embiid definitely is in there, but it comes down to those two, in my opinion. But Jokic, Jokic is something special, man. He, I mean, this dude is. I never seen a big man pass like him ever, ever. He passes like he's a point guard. He has vision like a point guard. And look at this guy. He like he just got done drinking a keg of beer. <laughs> not athletic. Not athletic is can't can't jump over can't jump over a phone book, but the skills he has, the shooting ability, the blocking out for getting rebounds, passing, he makes up for it in those ways is his skills. I mean, he could take you inside, he could take you outside. I mean, legitimate three point range like a guard. This this guy is something special, man, and. Michael Porter Jr., superstar waiting to happen. Superstar waiting to happen. With that um, being also, said, though, so what? So I, I want to get you on that point right there. Mm-hmm. What will it take for him to be? Because you, I, I love when you make quotes like these, like you know, like like, like he's a player, uh, potentially iconic, but superstar in the making. What will it take for Michael Porter Jr. to become that guy? I need the explanation. Keep on working on his game. Keep on working on his game. He, we got to remember, he's only 22 years old. We have to remember that. But he has all the tools. He has right. all the tools to be great. And I think you're going to start seeing that. Um, just little things he needs to work on. Little things. Maybe shot selection. Little things like that. This guy's going to be a superstar in this league. But um, the title also, superstar, also, the, the title superstar, though, the title superstar is more it branches to more than just an athlete more than just what right. you do on the court that's what gets you the thing but i mean like do you think people are going to then it's going to be yo we have to it's going to be like a we have to watch this guy now we can put money into this guy kind of person like do you think oh, yeah. he has michael that porter. personality for that oh michael porter jr definitely 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 has super has, i just say he definitely is going to be a superstar but the potential is there for him to be a top five, top five to ten player in this league? I mean, he has it all. He can shoot. He can. He's like Kevin Durant. He's a Kevin Durant type player. He can score. He can shoot from anywhere on the court. He can rebound. Has has his his um arm length is is crazy. It's like a wingspan of like seven four. What seven four seven three, six ten can handle. He he can do it all. But he's on Denver too. Where he's not going to get the amount of shots that he might need to cap to be a franchise level player because you have Jokic and when he gets healthy, Jamal Murray. So there's no reason for him to give you 25 to 30 a night. But he has that ability to get you 25 to 30 a night. Also, Portland. This this is Dame, man. What can you say? I mean, I saw Dame the other night, man. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous the way he was pulling up from the other night. Carmelo, 
playing very good. Turn back to, and I'm, let me say this here too. This this doesn't go with the fad stuff, but the booing of Carmelo Anthony in Denver the first game. This no man, as sense. I said, it makes no sense. This man, him and David Thompson are the two best players in your franchise histories. He took you to a Western Conference final. He's easily a Hall of Famer. Why are you booing this man when he gave you eight great years? Oh, you know what? I'm sorry, Alex English. I keep forgetting Alex English, too. Those are the three best players in their franchise. Some people put Dan Issel up there and stuff. Those are the three best players. Is Melo, David Thompson, Alex English. This guy is amazing. Carmelo Anthony's had an amazing career. One of the best scores we ever see. For you to boo this man, come on, he's a Hall of Famer. True indeed. Man, well, that's out. We'll just follow up on the playoffs. Um, I want to save, we're going to save the, the fan thing for, for last because I want to get a little bit into the main topic of the show before TJ has to run. Um, we all see what's going on with Kwame Brown all of a sudden on social media and all of that uh, for, for at least a decade plus after he's been retired. Everybody looked at him as that guy who was a, the quote-unquote bust. Or they looked at him as a bum. You know, it was recently called out. I think it was brought in jest in a conversation on, uh, 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 what's the name? All the Smoke, that show. Uh, um, smoke. All, all the Smoke, yeah. All the Smoke, right. All the Smoke, and, um, yeah. So it, it, it brought him out of the woodworks to, to pretty much Clap back at Steven Jackson. Clap back at Matt Barnes, a.k.a. as he called him, Becky with the good hair. Uh, clap back at Gilbert Arenas and all types of stuff. And it, it brought me to thinking because a lot of people, a lot of people outside of sports, some people that never played sports on any level ever, you know, might have never or never made it past like Little League sports or something. We sit back, we watch, we call these athletes bums because they might not perform to the levels that we like. We call these athletes busts because, in my opinion, I believe the media attention puts more of an onus and emphasis on how these athletes are supposed to play. But TJ, when you're a person like Kwame Brown who was considered a bust, was considered a bum. But as he mentioned, still lasted 12 years in the NBA. Number one, in my opinion, and I even had to backtrack on this kind of thing over the years. If you made it as a pro athlete in any sport, for anybody to ever call you a bum, no matter how long you performed or not, is, in my opinion, disrespectful. Because if you made it, as a professional athlete, you're one of probably 1% or less or less people in the world who can achieve that level of greatness and be on a main stage. Even if you're number 53 on an NFL roster, you can take what you do into any other walk of life in sports and, 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 Go to any like men's basketball league or go to the park or go to even like the Africa basketball league or something like that or the G League and bust 
everybody's ass. Dude, so I, I always say this. I was going to say, I personally oh. don't think that these things, those titles are fair. Bust, there's a little bit of, because, all right, you didn't live up to some people's potential. A lot of people can recall Albert Hainsworth. Still, you were perceived as one of the best linemen in the league and still got a hundred-plus million-dollar contract or close to it, one of the first at, the, at his time. So is he really a bum? Is he really a bust? Because you still had a few years in the league. Just so, because you didn't so live up to media potential? And I always – here's my take, and I always say this. You could take the wackest bench player on NBA, any NBA team, and he will destroy – literally destroy any pickup squad you want to put out there against him. You know what I'm saying? You'll see it. But that just goes to show you how much better the starters are than this guy. That's the that's the level of difference you're comparing it to. You're comparing it to an NBA starter, to an NBA bench player. And there's things the starter can do that the bench player can't. But there's things the bench player can do that you'll never be able to do in your entire life. Okay? Fact. So I always, I always say, like, that 13th man or that 11th man on the bench, that random white dude or random black dude, you don't know he's just, just a good cheerleader. He will smoke you every day, ending in Y, every holiday, no matter what <laughs> money is up. It don't matter. You're getting smoked. He will smoke you out your shoes. He will beat you out of your house. Whatever you want, wherever you want it at, you're getting destroyed. Perfect recent example of that. Perfect, real quick, perfect recent example of that. I just saw a video a couple weeks ago of some cat who thought he could beat Alex Caruso. No, what's Alex Caruso? No, who was the dude that was known as the White Mamba? Um, the, oh, Brian Scalabrini. Yes. Brian Scalabrini. And, yes. and some cat some cat, thought he could just challenge him because they just thought he was just a random white boy in the court and smoked them 11 nothing in like a game of horse or something like that or a free throw shooting or something. Like, like, it, it goes to what you just said, TJ. It just destroyed. So, bust, I consider a bust when a franchise or ownership put money into you and you don't live up to the money they spent on you. That's what I consider a bust. Like, you came in with the hype. You came in with the potential. You were given a shot. You were given the keys to the kingdom, and you didn't live up to what the, your contract was. You didn't live up to the money they were paying you. I know the media is involved with it, yes. But the expectation was when you came here, even if it's from another team, you got you came from another, you did well on one team and you came to another team. And I was like, yeah, we're giving you all this money. Let's say Kevin Durant was the man. He was the man and then he went to Golden State and he just laid an egg and they gave him all this money. You know what I'm saying? It, it was a bust because it didn't work. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't the same guy on that team as he was when, when they – they were paying for that expectation. So that's what I consider a bust. You see it all the time in football. Like you said, Haynesworth, I could go down the line of how many people they did they thought it was gonna work out. It didn't. You know what I'm saying? It's just a laundry list of people that the NFL's poured money into and it didn't work and they've gotten several chances on other teams and it just didn't help. I mean, some of it is the franchise putting too much expectation on you, and some of it is the player not uh, being accountable for his shortfalls and trying to be better or getting better as well. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's a two-headed prong when it comes to that. But JP, though, is that still fair when 
teams still are calling on your services and are still signing you that of the bust label like because like, again for for Kwame Brown to to recycle back into my head oh shit yeah he did play about 12 years in the league I wouldn't consider that being busted because teams would have never called for your services regardless of what you're paying right um, I'm I'm getting I I'm I, it's like I said the other day on the post. That's fucked up. And, and um, <laughs> that's yeah, I know up. who that is. I know I know who that is. That's that's I got is that brother hand bone. That brother yeah. He need to go somewhere and eat, eat a rib bone, eat a rib sandwich, and do something. I know that's what he is. Anyway, he's not the Kwame Brown or nothing. He's a Kwame Brown eating rib sandwiches. But anyway, um. Oh, God. I've gotten, I've gotten out of, I have gotten out of the um, thing of calling people bums, bust, or whatever. And the reason why is, he's playing a sport where only in the history of of the NBA, and we're talking about billions of people worldwide. The NBA is a worldwide game now. Only four thousand five hundred and nine people have played in the NBA. So for you to be one of the 4,509 people out of the billions of people who have been on this earth since the inception of the NBA, you are not a bus. I'm getting out of that because surely 99% of the people on earth can't hold a candle to an NBA player. Now, you might have some street legends out here who should have been in the league or people who play at the park who should have been to leave, but because of circumstances with their life or they've been in trouble or something like that there, they didn't make it. That'll bust the NBA player's ass. We know players have done that. We know about Joe Hammond, Joe Destroyer Hammonds. We know about the GOAT. A um, couple of playground legends of Philly and stuff, Sad Eyes and all of them in Philly and stuff that were great play, <coughs> excuse me, great playground players playing the Baker League and stuff and we used to bust people's asses on the regular. But 99.5% of people on earth can't hold a candle to an NBA player, period. And how is Kwame Brown really a bust? He didn't ask to be the number one pick. The Wizards picked him to be number one. He was supposed to go to Chicago for Elton Brad. But the owner of the Wizards reneged on the trade because he didn't like Elton Brad. So they kept Kwame Brown. You gotta remember, he was 18 years old. You know what the pressure was on that, on that when he was a kid? 18 right. years old. You're the first player ever to come out of high school, be number one pick in the draft. He played 13 years. He made over $60 million. As he said, I put my mom on a golf course. He fed his family. He's living well. How is he a bus? He's not. Right. Whatever, whatever right. goes on between. Whatever went on between cause, him. Because he, he averaged six points a game. That's why. But he's not a bust, though. He's not a bum or a bust. He played the NBA. Look, that shit between him, but six point, Steven Jack. Six points a game, though, between, JP. When, when you get. That, you don't pay. But he's not a bust, though. He, he's not a, a bust. He's not a bust or a bum. He played 13 years, made $60 million. How's I'm that being a bum or a bust? I'm not calling it. I'm not calling him a bum, but. If you're, the expectation is for you to be a 20-point scorer, 
and the best you can average is six points. That's that's saying something. But, that is. Who was it? You know, but you got to take it over. this point. You got this key point. He wasn't even the number one high school player in his class in 2021. He was like number five or so. Dwyane Wagner was number one player in the country. Tyson Chandler was up there. Eddie Curry. They were up there before him. He didn't ask to be picked number one. But even off that, forget that point for a second. Reason why I can't call him for a bust and to TJ's point of of, um, um, expectations. JP made it known what, what Kwame was even saying himself was that he wasn't picked really on potential. He was picked because the owner didn't want that guy. He didn't want that guy. So right. are you okay, picking, so. you know, and now you are, you are, you are looked at like everybody's draft rooms got at least a three to five of who they were willing to go with. So is there, but yeah, right. we're going to look to you towards potential. Also, too, when you mention money, let's remember this. At the times, especially back then, and I'm going to go off of football for, for this one, because it was the Jamarcus Russells, the Albert Hainsworths, um, um, the people like them who created the rookie wage scale. Because, yes, even in the NFL, you're getting drafted on the, we believe your potential is this. Your agent's telling me that you want to make this much money, so you have to produce this level of thing. Back then, yes, I can give you the you're being paid for what your potential is and you're not living up to. There's now rookie wage scales. So it's not a potential thing. You're getting now paid. But even then, you were getting paid whatever the market value was for that slot for your position. That's where the right. pay difference accent is. But hold on. Let me get to some of the comments because they're not coming up on the thing. They're coming up under my feed. Like the homie Ed Molina, he mentioned no one leaves money on the table. That's hustling backwards. People. Then the next one. People need to understand that the average career in the NBA lasts four years. The average player never even gets to see free agency. Facts again, just like how the average NFL is three years. A lot of motherfuckers sure making excuses for Michael Jordan's role in all of this. It's a little this is true. Thought. It's like people's. It's like people treat that abusive coworker like he walks on water. Right. I mean, all those points are totally valid. Like, it, it, you, there, there is expectations that teams have. There is. There is. Granted, there is. Let me say. Teams- teams have but for you to still like ed just mentioned with the years that you spend in the league and the average if you are a person that doesn't make it a free agency or the second because everybody plays for the second contract maybe the bust label is valid but if you are getting signed getting signed again getting signed again, or getting bounced from team to team to team to team to team. They're, you're either just trade piece, or they do see a little bit of value that they could utilize you with. That's where the bust label, to me, JP, for a number one pick, does not apply. Yeah, and I was I was going to say this here, too. As far as the issue with him, Matt Barnes, and Steven Jackson, I hope them brothers could work it out, man, because, I mean, they are part of a fraternity, man, that is that is rare. 
you know, that is really rare. And I'm really hoping that they all could work it out because I think they're all some solid. They all seem to be solid brothers and stuff. They all care, have, have a degree of care about what goes on with the communities and stuff, with social justice issues and stuff like that. And it's just a shame, man, just, just seeing these these brothers and stuff just, just you know, go through what they go through. But I'm, I'm hopeful that maybe not right now, but down the line that they those three could talk it out and, you know what I'm saying, piece everything up. Now, you know, as far as Stephen A, Stephen A and stuff, I mean, come on, man. Come on, you went on a college tour talking about this dude, bro. And I, and I, and I like Stephen A. You know, I think Stephen A's entertaining stuff, but, you know, why so much animosity towards him when he did, when really Kwame Brown did nothing to nobody? You know, right. Charlamagne, well, he wasn't, I mean, come on, don't. Like come though, on, they like, were, they, come on, bro. They're it's not like, a part of. They're not a part of this bus conversation, though. Though Stephen A. could be because he is one of those antithesis on TV who plays these words up, like busts and things like that. Like the you know, it's it's those types within sports media that everybody does listen to. And I have respect for Stephen A. because you know, yeah, hate him. Hate him or love him. Hate him or love him. We all have had our moments with Stephen A. When you listen to that brother's story and how he made it out of the mud, out of his mud, tons of respect for that dude. Tons and, of respect and, and, and from look, me. I have, from me. I have he's got nothing to do with what we're talking about. We're, we're, we're rabbit holing off to a different direction. Yeah, I know, but I just want to say this, though. I have Steve, I respect for Stephen A. As, as a basketball analysis, you know, when, when, when he talks about stuff. I think he knows when he talks about a lot of Times sometimes I don't agree, but you know I think he knows what he talks about some of the times, um, you know stuff like that. But they just, um, you know, I, I just hope that the, the three players could really piece this thing up amongst themselves, man. And don't don't even need Instagram with the cameras, just do it amongst themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, at the end of it all, to to wrap to wrap that part is yeah. Just we we do hope we do hope that um they can come to some kind of a, you know, re, you know, some type of resolution within their argument. But it was just amongst yeah. their argument was the conversation of the labels, bust, bum, things like that. And Kwame mm -hmm. made it known. He just happened to be the catalyst for this conversation. He made it known that, yeah, it's just not it. To be honest, it doesn't truly apply. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. let's go through Ed's. Let's go through Ed's comments. He says, "Does Andrea Bagnani get treatment like this by attack by the Italian Stephen A. Smith? Because American mm. Stephen A. doesn't say shit about Bagnani." Then Maurice Nixon said, mm. "Kwame Brown once told Kobe, don't pass me the ball when I'm open because I'm nervous, and if I get fouled, I'll miss free throws." That just says something about him internally. That says something about his, what his mental psyche was in that moment in time. That doesn't guarantee, that doesn't say or swear that that man is a bust. He's just being honest about himself saying, yo, it, it, it it's like one of those cases of, yo, I'm not here today. I had a couple of those cases today at work. I know that they say I, I don't work for a sports league, but we all have those I'm not here today kind of moments. Right. And, and, and something like that, as they like to call in most sports, like you, you got a case of the yips to where it's just like, like, I forgot the pitcher's name. There was a pitcher who was like a major league pitcher and just had this one day where he couldn't throw the ball past the mound. 
Everything mm-hmm. was going in the dirt. But then the next games, he was fine. That shit happens. Or case in point, case in point, JP, who was the homie that the, your Sixers picked in the first round that they got rid of that's in Orlando right now? Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz. Man couldn't buy a bucket. The man uh-huh. couldn't find the rim. But now he moved on to Orlando after that trade and is thriving and is showing mm-hmm. potential again. Is showing potential mm-hmm. again. So for a person like Markel Fultz, I could never call him a bust. You know, at the time, we talked our shit. But growing up, thinking, talking these things out, like Markel Fultz bust, it, it, it just don't correlate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maurice Kwame Brown had the yips his whole career then. Well, he played his role on all the teams that he went to. And I'm sorry. If the man was that bad, these teams would have never picked him up. They would have cut him after trades and all of that if it was that bad. If it was that bad. But, you know, it's I, – I just – you know what it is? I, I'm growing up. That's all I could – the best I, as I could put it. The best way I could put it is I've grown up because there's so many different instances in, in, in cases where it's just, it's just not fair. Maybe the bus title should apply to the people, anybody, who can't make it to their second contract. Like Ed mentioned in the comments earlier about how, you know, the average career only lasts three to four years. NFL-wise, three to four years. NBA, three years, maybe four years. Some players just barely make it to the end of their contracts. Got to remember, you get drafted, unless it's like, say, the NFL, where you're a top high-round pick, you're signing a four-year with a fifth-year option. And there's a cap on that money now in the NFL as far as uh, the the top, top top-tier athlete. There's a cap on that money now in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Just thinking NFL-wise, though. So if you can make it to that second contract, you made it. But even still, if you made it to live out that first contract and the, the team say, see you later, or you choose on your own to say, you know what, I'm hanging it up. It's been a career. It's been, a, you know, I couldn't make it to where I want to. You made it. You still made it in that 1% or less of athletes. So in my opinion, there is no such thing as a bust, in my opinion, because the bust nah. to me, the bust to me is the person that wants it, wants these, wants to make it to these professional leagues and just never makes it. That's a bust to me. It, you just never, you never get to the pinnacle. You never get to the top at all. That to me is right. a bust more than the person who actually makes it, but might not be able to get past their first career. I mean, first contract. And, and- and Dan, and like I said, remember, in the history of the NBA, only 4,509 people played this game. Right. Period. Right. Out of billions of people worldwide, 4,509 people have played. Right. That is an exclusive fraternity to be Absolutely. in. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. But, JP, before we go, mm-hmm. got to let you sound off on this fan incident. We only got a few minutes left because I, yeah. I got to get out of here myself. But sound off in this, um, this, these fan incidents. And, you know, sidebar is we are both fans of Philadelphia sports teams who have these synonymous histories with doing shit like this. I mean – the old veteran stadium had a prison jails uh, a jail cell in the in the stadium. So if this says anything about Philadelphia fans, if you're a fan of ECW wrestling, you remember the fans back in the day in the old ECW arena. So to see this at mm-hmm. a Sixers game, this could have been another malice. It's a palace type incident, but I think all these players remember that type of shit and don't do that ever again. Um, just because you just because you paid for a ticket doesn't give you that kind of privilege to do that bullshit. But JP, I'm gonna give you the last couple minutes to to just go ahead on this, brother. Yeah, bro. Um, in my opinion, this what happened on on Thursday night was despicable. It was outrageous, and I'm a big time Sixers fan. I would never ever. Want to see? It's, but it's, look, I'm gonna tell people that my most hated player in NBA history is ML Carr. ML Carr with the towel waving with the Boston Celtics and stuff. I couldn't stand ML Carr as a kid. But I would never wish to have somebody throw some popcorn on him, talk about his family that they don't even know this man's circumstances and everything. I mean, this is ridiculous. But this fool, this matter of fact, I'm gonna say it, this asshole did the other night in Philly. Throwing popcorn on an injured player as he's going up the tunnel. Russell Westbrook didn't bother nobody. And there's a certain group that I've been, the Sixers group that I've been, and just some of the justification over there from these idiots, some of these idiots, man, some of these groups is, is crazy. Talking about, oh, it was just popcorn. And like I told a couple people, let me throw some popcorn on your child or your wife and stuff and see how your reaction would be there. It's so easy to sit up here and say what his reaction should have been. You wouldn't have done the same damn thing. And and um, also, that was simple assault. People say, how's that assault? Idiots, if you read the law, you would know it's an assault. Throwing things at people and hitting people with objects is an assault. It's simple assault. That idiot should have been charged. Not only should he be banned for life for, from um, the Wells Fargo Center, he should be also charged with simple assault. Then you start making examples out of these fans and what they're doing to players. I mean, in my opinion, yeah, I'm going to go there with it. It's a lot of racism going on. Look at the John Barat incident the other day with his father and the racial taunts, called his father boy and called him all kinds of na- racial names and stuff. Come on, it's because he's cheering for his son? Then you look at the incident with that asshole at the, at the Knicks game the other night. Spitting on Trey Young, man, look, that's assault. And we're in the age of COVID. We are in COVID right now. You don't know what the hell that popcorn or that spit had in it. We could have got the virus. You don't know if that dude was spitting that popcorn the whole time they were eating or anything. That's why they should have assault charges on them. The NBA needs to come down hard on these fans. They really do. Because it's, it's a lot of, and I'm going to go there with it. It's a lot of racism that goes with it. You know what it's like? It's like watching a, a, an animal at the zoo and, throw, and they're treating them like they're throwing popcorn at them and stuff. That's, that's how I look at it as. 
It's a lot of racism to go on with that. And these, the shit needs to stop, period. I agree with Shannon Sharp said the other day, they need to start fighting these people, one these teams, $1 million. There needs to be better security in place. See who these people are who are coming to the games? These players are not animals. They're human beings. They have families. To talk about a man's family, to talk about his children or his wife or his parents and stuff is wrong, period. It's okay if you want to boo or whatever. To sit there and call a man all kinds of names, but people you don't even know. You hear these people in these groups talk about, oh, I hate Russell Westbrook. He's a jerk. You don't even know him. You just go by what the fuck, you, excuse me, what the hell you see on TV? How am I going to sit there and hate a man that I don't even know? Because he plays basketball? We get too caught up in sports in this country. It is, it is sad, man. It's sad. You, you wonder why these players are mean to fans and stuff. Because of assholes like this. Right, I'm Mr. Shit Talker himself right here that used to do it while I played in these in these games, right? I'm okay as long as it's just directed at the person. Anything outside of just your body, no, no, no. You you don't have to go as far as to shame somebody's wife, somebody's kids, somebody's parents, grandparents, you know, freaking special needs children, special needs family members, you know, talk shit about their house. I mean, talk shit about them. You could talk shit about inanimate objects they buy. Make fun of Russell Westbrook's clothing and how he dresses pregame. But keep it on Russell Westbrook if this is the target. Just keep it on that athlete if you're going to talk shit as an athlete. As a fan, we have, we all have differences of opinions. We all speak different shit about uh, uh, opinions. You know, we, 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 we all have our we all have our opinions of what we watch, what we see, this, that, and the third. That's why this kind of also helps in, in, in tying into the bum conversation. We can talk shit about any player, whatever, whatever. It don't mean much coming from, quote, unquote, us fans because these people are still living and doing what they love to do regardless of what we think of them. Is there a level of toughness that you got to build up as an athlete to kind of quote unquote block out the fan or 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 just take in whatever bullshit they're saying and just say, you know what? That's what it is right here. And so be it. Yeah. Unfortunately, you got to kind of you kind of got to, you know, make make your balls a little uh, make your balls a little firmer. Pause and, and, and just toughen up. And sometimes the verbal. Just take it. But even as a fan, y'all assholes get to the point of throwing shit, spitting, all that nasty shit. Fuck COVID going on. It's just wrong and disgusting, period. No matter what era we lived in. No matter what era we lived in. And us, our people of color, have the biggest history when it comes to all of this. Shit, what's his name? From I, I keep bringing it up as we like to recycle thoughts and stuff here. What's his name? Andre Andrew Jones or not Andrew Jones, but the 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 brother from that played in Baltimore who was being called monkey and having the bananas thrown oh, at him yeah. in Boston. In Boston. Yeah. Now, like our, not, our, not, people, our people not, know what that shit is. Not now. Look at all this look at all the shit that goes on over in England with the soccer and stuff, with the 
with the players Absolutely. and stuff they go Absolutely. through. All the African born players doing on the yep. court. I mean, on the field. All, Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just like our people. We we should know how this goes. Unfortunately, not saying you got to suck it up and just take it, but there is a level like. Yell at them back. Fucking curse them fans out back. Now, yeah, you know what's fucked up about it is is the league would probably find those players for doing that. But that shouldn't be because that's just a level of self-defense. Nobody's being physically harmed. You're going to throw words at me, I'm going to throw words back. And it should be allowed to. But like you mentioned, Shannon said, security, ownership, front office people, step the fuck up. Get those people out. Get them identified and ban them permanently. Get those Charge people it. that are like that and ban them permanently. If you get to the if you get to the point of throwing shit, I totally agree with you. Charge, Charge them. You yep. get, you spit. You can't even in some places in some cities you can't even spit outside on the sidewalk without getting a fine if you get caught. Hey 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 Dan, I tell you I tell you this much. Let, let, let people get hold off. The, let their asses get hold off the jail. I guarantee you a lot of this shit would stop then. I guarantee it. And, and the video that I watched the other day, because I was watching uh, like court, courtroom drama stuff, that like courtroom outburst that you didn't expect. There was this one woman whose daughter was getting charged for um, vehicular homicide. Ironic tie back to the earlier conversation. And the woman's mother was like snickering and, and making, excuse me, making gestures and stuff like that in the courtroom. That judge held that woman in content, mm-hmm. put her put her in jail for 30 days. She started to do more as she was walking out. Said, you know what, 100 days. Brought the woman back in court the next day. She was a shriveling piece of shit. And was apologizing up and down because she didn't realize what she was doing at the moment in time. But you still did it in the wrong place. You got a night in jail. The judge gave her a court serve for the apology and the accidental outbursts and all that. Gave a time serve for that one night in jail. I just said all that to say one night in jail for some of these asshole fans that throw shit, spit, and will get banned could possibly change your life. And it'll be an example to somebody else to say, stop that shit. But with that being said, JP, we're going to stop this shit right here. Shout outs to TJ, who had to run before the mm-hmm. end of the show. Shout out to TJ. Love as always. Shout outs to Katara, who, once again, Saturdays, Saturdays is the time that people have to do shit. She gets tied up in a lot of things. We love Katara. We'll see her back when she's ready to get back here. But JP, you know what to do. Oh, shout outs <laughs> to you, of course, the mayor. Shouts to TJ. Shouts to Sister Guitar. Uh, shouts to everybody who's on the feed who support the show, man. Shout outs to y'all. Word up. And once again, shout outs to everybody in the comments on all the threads. I gotta figure out why. I shared I share this show every week to three places. I share it to the Start Five group as always. Share it to our home, HHDG. Shout out to the family over there. And I share it to my personal page. And for some reason on StreamYard, the comments from my personal page that everybody's watching aren't coming up in StreamYard. So we're gonna figure that out. Hopefully for next week is some sort of a thing. We'll figure it out. Big ups to everybody that was in the comments. Ed, uh, C. Millia, C. Milliner. My homie Christian from back in the day. What up, Christian? 
uh, uh, who else was in the comments? Oh, Chandra is every week in the comments. Shout out to Chandra too. Her show that she does a little bit later on this afternoon at five o'clock. You might see a couple faces from the start of five on that show sometime next month. Also, next week, <clears throat> shout out to Troy the Hybrid. I'm going to be on the Hip Hop Barbershop this coming Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I don't know what time it is in England, but you're going to hear the mayor's voice chopping it up with the homie Troy the Hybrid in the second hour of the Hip Hop Barbershop, all the way out in Bristol in the U.K., Come kick it with us over there. But as always, hit up that star5podcast.com. Kick it with us here as you should be already. Star5podcast.com for all the streaming links, Instagram, merch. Support us who support y'all with dope content every week. So for everybody that's still left, JP, myself, TJ, Katara, there's me, the mayor. We out. Peace. We'll see y'all next week.